Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Welcome to Therapeutic Life Healing with Adit. I'm so glad you are here today with me. I really appreciate it. And if you're new to finding this podcast, welcome. Browse around. I hope that you find some episodes here on your healing journey that will help you, guide you, and empower you on your healing journey. If you've been continuing to come back week after week, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking your time out of your life every week to tune into a new episode. And today I'm going to be interviewing a dear friend of mine, Pollyanna. She is an incredible woman. I cannot wait to introduce you. And we're going to be talking about infertility and the road to adoption and the journey through IVF and having a miscarriage and what it has been like for her and her story and her struggles and her joys and how she at the end came to adopt her beautiful, precious son. She's going to share with us her journey and really share some comforting words with us for anyone tuning in who has struggled through infertility and is maybe in that journey now. Before we dive in, I want to just give some quick shout outs to folks tuning in from all over the world. I definitely love to recognize and see you and really just shout out some incredible countries tuning in. Thank you to friends out in the US. I see you out in Japan. Friends out in Australia and Canada. Hello, friends in India and the Philippines, Mexico. Hello, friends in Kenya and Austria, Finland, Germany, Vietnam. Friends out in the Dominican Republic, Guam, Puerto Rico, and Russia, just to name a few. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. And let's get ready to dive into the episode now. Welcome to Therapeutic Life Healing with Adit. I'm so excited for you all to get to meet a dear friend of mine, Pollyanna Pazan Saruji. She's an incredible mother, author, an adoption advocate, and a career boss woman. She wears many titles. And we're here today to talk about infertility and the road to motherhood. And it looks different for so many women. And what I really admire about Pollyanna is that she's lived these experiences through infertility. And she's here today to share her story and to pass on words of wisdom, words of comfort to any woman struggling right now through the journey to motherhood. Pollyanna, welcome to the podcast. It's so great to have you here today. Thank you so much, Edith. Thank you for the warm introduction. I'm excited to be here with all of you. Pollyanna, will you share with listeners a little bit about yourself and your work, and then we'll get into your story. <laughs> Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, my name is Pollyanna Pazansaruji, and I am a wife to an incredible uh, man who I've been married with. This year will be 16 years. 
and a mother to a beautiful four-year-old son who I uh, adore. And I am by day a um, HR partner for a healthcare organization. But what I say is by heart and soul, I am a, um, I have a different, I don't call it a job. It's more of a passion for me. And that passion is um, what I feel I was called to do in this life, which is being a writer. Uh, I love to write poetry. I'm a children's book author. I'm an advocate for women and couples who are struggling with infertility. And I'm an adoption coach. So Pollyanna, given your experience, what has that journey to motherhood looked like for you? If you don't mind sharing a little bit of how you went through your own infertility and miscarriage experiences, and the intention is to really think of the women who are on the other side of this microphone listening, who want to feel less alone in their journey. Uh, if they're going through infertility, if they're going through miscarriage, or if they've had a stillbirth. Can you share a little bit about your experiences and your journey? Absolutely. Um, where do I begin? Um, looking back, if I were to put my thinking cap on right now, it is a journey that I remember I started um, that was full of excitement, hope, happiness, uh, because I was really looking forward to motherhood. Uh, I, I think for all of your listeners there who are starting on this journey or in the midst of it, know that when you begin a plan to create a family, the intention is to become a mother, to become a mother or a parent to a child. And so, um, unfortunately, during that time, that was not the case for me. Um, I went through years of struggle with infertility. I, for all those followers and listeners probably know that, you know, I, I started very small within the infertility process of just having a plan and working with my doctor to achieve a pregnancy in which um, just never happened for me. And so um, I had to go to other alternatives. Other alternatives were, you know, taking medication. And then there were other processes such as IUI. There was injections that I would need to take um, just so I can be in a position where I can, at the bare minimum, be able to conceive. And um, looking back on my journey now, I guess that really wasn't the plan for me. However, at that point in time, I, I just wasn't aware of that. I was just on that path and I was following directions and I was following certain guidelines because I thought, well, if everyone can do it, then I can too. Um, but apparently that wasn't the story that was set for myself. Um, I was eventually going to end up on a different path, a little bit different than anybody else. And so um, what I can tell you is uh, during my path and my journey, I struggled a lot of loss. I'll get into the loss of um, miscarriages because certainly I was there and I um, experienced that loss. But even the loss of um, coming to realize that I just wasn't pregnant, period, that itself was a loss for me because I was so emotionally invested in the thought of becoming a mother and the thought of 
just even realizing that I had a positive pregnancy test result. Um, I would swim in the idea of the thought of how was I going to, my husband and I, how were we actually going to uh, share the news, the good news that we were going to have a baby. So um, for every month that we tried and for every month that I found out that I was not pregnant, that was a loss in itself. What I can share is that after trying a lot of different alternatives to achieve the pregnancy that I so desired and I wanted for so long, uh, I unfortunately experienced a few miscarriages. And I'll tell you, um, this is so hard because I have experienced that loss and And although the path may look different for someone who has miscarried or for someone who has had stillbirth, at the end of the day, I feel like we all come together because we're grieving. We are all grieving and we are all suffering loss and the thought of, the loss of the thought of becoming a mother. And um, looking back, It's so, so hard because you come to a place where you don't see anything but what has occurred to you. And you feel like it's really the end, almost. What other alternatives do I have? What am I going to do? How am I ever going to get through this? So um, I can really feel women who are currently going or are on this path and journey, and especially those that have suffered uh, the same loss that I have. And um, I think what's what's difficult about that is because the pain, how can I explain this? The pain almost mirrors to the grief over losing a loved one. Uh, But it's a little different because in this case, it's, um, it's recurring grief. And um, I was grieving over a loss of a baby that I did not have the opportunity to know. I grieved over the loss of the baby who would have maybe had my nose or my husband's smile. So each month, if you think about it, each month I had hope that just maybe my baby would be conceived. And no matter how hard we prepare ourselves, for the unknown, and even the potential bad news, I still had hope. And I would tell myself, this is my month, and it will be different. So I think what I always say to women that have been on a similar path to myself is make room and time for yourself to grieve. I think that's so important. And remind yourself that it's not your fault. Um, you are worthy, and surround yourself with a circle of support. Support is so important, and that can be anyone. You um, can be your significant other, your family, your friends. It can be a wonderful therapist that can help guide you to a place of not only acceptance, but to a place of peace. So I think that's so important and taking it one day at a time, one day at a time. 
uh, and give yourself and honor yourself that time to grieve and honor yourself with that space because it is definitely a very difficult journey to be on. And only those that have been on this path and journey are able to identify with that pain. Pollyanna, thank you so much for sharing so courageously and openly about your journey. Really admire your strength. And you're such a voice of comfort for so many women who are on a similar journey that you have walked. What was, you know, the the tail end of your experience through IVF and having a miscarriage and and that place of almost um, surrender to a different path and that looked like uh, adoption for you. What was that? How did you get there and what was that like for you? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I went through this for a few years. I, I, I visited every doctor. I, I spoke to every, every specialist that can offer me any sort of guidance or be able to help me achieve the, the family that I desired for so long. And I came to a place, and I'll, and I'll keep this very short, is I, I, was, I was at the tail end of you know, my, 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 my cycle here, and I, I was taking so much vacation, and, and I was just in a place where I got very sick, and I ended up in the emergency room. And I'll never forget, uh, my husband was by my side, and um, I started to cry and he held my hand and I said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I have it in me to continue to move forward in this manner. And he looked at me, he held my hand and said, I am here by your side. I don't wanna see you in pain anymore. And whatever you decided to do, I'm going to support you. And so he did. Um, I'll, I'll tell you something. Um, when I left the emergency room, it wasn't a big turn for me because I, I, I went home and I knew that this journey of trying to achieve a pregnancy, meaning carry a, a baby in my womb, what, what was the end for me. So again, I was having to face that loss, the grief and be able to just pick up from somewhere because you know life goes on life is going on i had to get myself in a headspace where i had to go back to work and i also had to face a lot of the questions because a lot of people around us knew that we were trying or that we were on this journey or a path so how difficult is that um so many people can relate to my story because it was a place where i was beginning to hide I didn't want to answer the questions anymore. I didn't want to face it. I just wanted to somehow sweep it under the rug and move on. But what happened was somewhere along those lines, uh, my faith uh, grew uh, because I really didn't have anything else or anywhere else to turn to. Where do you go in life when all else fails? Where I went was towards my faith. That's what resonated with me. Something was speaking to me. Someone was speaking to me in my heart. And it was my faith and 
the glimmer of last bit of hope I had in my heart that I told myself, there's, I, I know in, the, in my gut that I was made to become a mother. I just don't know how. I just, I just didn't know how that was going to happen. And so um, my faith is what um, opened my eyes and my heart to adoption. And so um, looking back now, I'm so grateful and blessed to have had the experiences that I did because at that time I didn't know. But now I know that for all those trials and tribulations, there, there was a reason for that because it was my faith or it was, you know, some folks say the universe. Something was guiding me on a different path. And the path was that I was going to be a mother, but there was a different looking type of path. It was different in how I was going to receive my son in my arms. And so um, after years of struggle with infertility, after years of loss and grief, there was still uh, light and some hope in my heart. And we changed our path and our mindset and um, began to engage and really understand what adoption would look like for us and for our household. And so here we are today. We, my son Noah, who is everything to me, is um, four, four years old, and uh, we received the call that we had a son or a little boy who was available uh, for his um, home at just a few hours old. And so here we are today. Oh, wow, Pollyanna, what a journey. And so many women I imagine are connecting and resonating with the ups and downs uh, from, your, from your journey. And maybe they're not at their up yet, but they're still in that down grief mourning stage, which I, I wholeheartedly agree with you that it's so important to really honor that mourning and honor that grief and be surrounded by supportive people and helpful things, faith, whatever it is to really comfort you through that mourning stage. So you can see another way, but to see another way, you have to be able to really grieve and mourn. What would you say to anyone right now who is going through that mourning stage? Um, and maybe even if there's someone listening who is supporting a friend or family member, what are some things you know to, that are were are helpful to say, and things that are not helpful to say to someone who is going through that journey? Yeah, that's that, that's a great question. Um, I think what we do as a community, and this is something that I've always um, spoke around, is that when um, as society when when we hear of someone that has lost a family member or a friend or a loved one. What do we do immediately? We, we pick up, we call, we surround that person with love and encouragement and hope. And we want to be there for them. What, what I say is that if you know someone who is on the path of infertility or is on the journey of wanting to achieve a family, um, what, or if you know someone that has lost 
a baby or has had a miscarriage, be available to them, be there for them. And sometimes what I always say is, you really don't have to say anything. Maybe it's just sitting by their side and sharing that space with them in silence. Not all the time do we need to actually say anything. It's our presence. It's our energy. It's showing the act of just being there. And sometimes the person who is going through loss and grief and really a lot of challenges within this journey here just need someone there by their side. And so I'd probably say, um, probably my, my top uh, do not is the don'ts, right? Are, there's a lot of statements that, you know, that, that were passed on to me. And when I look back is, don't worry about it. You're stressed. Get over it. You're going to be okay. Uh, another one that was really passed on to me a lot of the times was, you know, I, I have three, four or five kids. You can take one of mine. That was, that was a huge one for me. That was a huge one for me. And so um, some of those statements, I think the person who is trying to comfort you is really doing their best and wanting to kind of uh, show you that they care and to just, you know, accept what is and just move on. But again, they're coming from a different place because they haven't been on your path. They haven't been within your journey. Um, maybe, you know, the person that is communicating this to you is, you know, ha didn't have any infertility issues. So their approach is going to be a lot different. And so what I say for those people who know people who are struggling right now is to be more mindful uh, and to reserve your statements or questions, because at the end of the day, what uh, we are looking for, women like myself and even couples, what they're looking for is just support. And a lot of times that support just really comes in silence of saying, I know you're going through a tough battle right now. Know that I am here for you. And I may not know all the answers, but at the end of the day, I can just sit by your side and we can just, in pure silence, and we can just share the space together. And so um, I think that's important. Certainly that was something that was, um, I needed when I, when I look back on my journey. Um, I think some of the things that um, stand out to me are, great things are, I had people who would say, let's, let's go out for a walk. That's, that's a great way. Let's go out for a walk. Uh, let's go have coffee together. And by doing that, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to actually ask or talk about what has occurred or happened. It's just really speaking around and truth around, I am here for you. And that's all that matters. because. Women like myself, what we are looking for is we are looking for love. We are looking for support. We are looking to be acknowledged, acknowledged in a place where we feel extremely lost. Sometimes we even feel burdened. Sometimes we feel that we are burdening others. And so to know that there are someone or a circle of support 
will speak volume. Really, and it will really, really go a long way. Mm, that's so important. When we think about Pollyanna, about the woman who might be in her season of uncertainty, you know, doesn't really know how the story is going to play out, if IVF is going to work, if the maybe currently is pregnant and is terrified if she's going to carry the child to to birth. What would you say to her if she's sitting in fear and uncertainty? Make room and time for yourself. Remind yourself that you are worthy every day. And give yourself that grace and give yourself that patience. And as much as we say as women that we are prepared, we, we just, we really are not. What I always say is, and because I did this personally, I don't know of every, any textbook, any material was able to get me through what I got through. What I think what got me through my trials and tribulations was that it was my faith. And what I'm asking everyone to do is, what resonates with you? Where does your heart lead you to? Listen to your heart. And I think that's very, very important because for those that are trying now, for those that are um, suffering loss, for those that are kind of in an unknown territory, just not, just not certain of what, what, the, what around the corner looks like right? Um, because I think all of us walk into an unknown territory of just not having an idea of what's to come. Don't feel rushed. Go with what is in your heart. It takes one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. And go with your gut feeling. I always say that. Um, I think that's very, very important as well. And if you are second-guessing a process, if you are second guessing anything, just reserve time for yourself and write write down. I think you would probably agree with that. You know, just write down your thoughts and your feelings. It's so so important to do that, to be able to uh, get yourself through um, the times of uncertainty, the times of loss or grief, and again, finding that support system is crucial it's it's just so crucial especially uh you know when when you kind of run into some uh, areas uh within this journey that you you were least expecting to and Pollyanna, for you as you journeyed through motherhood and arrived at adoption and beautiful precious noah what has adoption and Noah specifically taught you at the end of the storm? There was a rainbow. I'll do this without getting too emotional here. Um, this is an area that just is so near and dear to my heart because what happens is when I, when I think about that, I, I visualize all my pain, all my struggle, all my grief. And then when I finally come to that rainbow, that rainbow that you mentioned, it just warms up my heart. And this is where it enables me to want to be the voice 
and hope of so many women that are struggling right now and advocating, advocating for their voice because we do not speak about this often. We don't. We don't speak about infertility often. We don't speak about loss, about miscarriage, about stillbirth, about challenges within the IVF journey. There's just, and if we do, it's just not enough. And so, um, what has adoption little Noah done to me <laughs> and to our family? Oh boy, it's given me hope. It's um, opened my eyes to there are alternatives to being a mother, to being a parent, and that there's so much love to go around, so much love. And um, what Noah has taught me, I'll do this without shedding any tears. <laughs> he has. Tears are welcome, by the way. So bring him on great. if you'd like. You're <laughs> in safe company. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what Noah, Noah, Noah made me a mom. Noah made me a mother. And to hear that little voice say, mommy, means the world to me. And this little precious soul has taught me, has given me hope, has um, made me evolve into the human being I am today. And he has completely changed my life around for the better. And so um, I take full gratitude for that. I'm blessed to be part of something that has been life-changing for me. And so I look forward to every morning and every evening, every morning waking up to his voice and every evening tucking him in bed. And so this is a place and a time in my life where I am in my highest, highest <laughs> inner peace and surrounded by a lot of love. And I owe that to this precious child of mine, to my precious son. And so I, I wouldn't take that um, for granted ever um, because I was in a place where I was, uh, there was a lot of emptiness and a lot of sadness and a lot of heartbreak. So being on both sides of the fence now, what I can say is that as hard as it is, as gray as it looks, or as dark it, as the path may seem or challenging, that for every no that you hear, for every trial, for every tribulation, you are coming closer to your yes and your victory. Now, what that may look like is it may not necessarily mean that you may conceive or that you may bear a child or hold a child in your womb, but there are different alternatives and paths to receiving your child in your arms. Say in faith, Stay in hope. And so keep telling yourself that for every no, for every trial and tribulation, I am getting closer to my yes and my victory. Wow. I just got goosebumps. That was beautifully <laughs> said. So true, really. So yeah. true. For every no, for, for that, during that trial, you're getting closer to your yes. Wow. It's like a great mantra and affirmation. 
It is. It I would really put that on me. a post-it. Yeah. I would encourage women who are listening, if that resonates to really put that on a post-it, especially if you're in your down season right now mm-hmm. and the uncertainty, that post-it reminder is, can be really helpful in that moment. I use that a lot with a lot of the couples that I'm currently working with um, as an adoption coach now, where there are couples that I work with or even women who are ready to adopt. And so while they're waiting for that phone call, I say, while you're waiting and for any, every no, you are getting closer to your yes in that phone call. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a reminder that you are getting closer Mm-hmm. Uh, don't take that as a negative or a downfall. Just keep reminding yourself that it's no today, but it can be a yes and a victory tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Pollyanna, then that year, that story turned into a book, your life yeah. story, Noah's life story <laughs> through adoption. Can you share a little bit about your book and where people can find it? You bet. Thanks so much. Um, I love writing. I've always loved to write since I was a very young girl. And so I knew that I wanted to be an author. I just didn't know what kind of author. And so, of course, when with my experience and um, being Nola's mother, I knew that the children's book author was where my heart was. And so I released uh, my first children's book. It's called I Prayed God Answered. I intentionally picked it to be published on Valentine's Day of last year. Uh, February 14, 2020. It was literally a few weeks right before shelter in place took into effect. So, um, and the story is about a mother and son uh, who are walking through the park, and this little boy stops his mom and says, Mom, how did I come home? And so, what the mom does is she walks her son through the different seasons of her waiting and her trials and her tribulations and then finally joining her son and so um i think it's a very it's a very near and dear story to me because it is a true story of my life and my testimony and my son and how my husband and i united with our son and what i'm hoping for is um although this is a children's book and it's centered around hope and faith and love, there are a couple of messages out here. And the messages, if it's for that family who has adopted and they're looking for guidance about how do I answer certain questions that our little ones may ask us about adoption, this is your book. Or if it's that couple that's in the season of waiting, aren't we all always in a season of waiting of some sort? It may look different for all of us, but we're always in the season of waiting. So if you're in the season of waiting to um, achieve a pregnancy, to get the great news, this is a great uh, book that will give you that hope and what you're looking for. Or if you're that couple, it's in the season of waiting to receive that phone call. I'm hoping that my story and this little beautiful book would um, add value in your household and really uh, allow you to understand and really receive that message that there is hope for all of us. There is an opportunity for all of you to become mothers or a parent, and that there is a child somewhere out there waiting to be loved. 
waiting to receive his family or his parents or his mother or his father or hers. <laughs> and where can people purchase your book? Uh, it's available on Amazon. It's available at Barnes and Noble. You can go online and um, look up the book. I prayed gone answered. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. So okay. folks want a quicker access can go down, scroll down and click the link and purchase the book. And Pollyanna, where can people find you? You bet. Um, I'm on Instagram. Please feel free to follow. Um, you can follow my journey. You can follow um, my world. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to message me. Um, I also um, have a uh, website that really dives deep into uh, my background, my life. And that's also part of my um, Instagram page as well. Wonderful. And I'll leave that in the show notes as well so people can connect with you. And in, this is always my last question I ask every guest on the podcast is, what's one thing on your heart that is just sitting with you intuitively that hasn't been said yet that you want to leave listeners with? I don't know if it's one thing because this is such a, such a difficult journey and such a life-changing journey to be on. So I'd like to share a few sentences. And it's something that I always close with and share with so many of my uh, fellow uh, warriors. And um, I'm, I'm going to share it with all of you is the last thing I will say is, and I hope this um, resonates with all of you is, oh, dear hearts, I see and feel you. I know there is heartache and despair felt through those that long to bear motherhood. You are not forgotten. And just know in the midst of what you are battling, God is near. In the midst of tears and doubt, God is near. It may not seem like it now, but just like the trees stay silent in the cold months of winter and then blossom into life with color in the summertime, the universe is doing her work on you too. And soon your challenges of today will be yesterday's memory. And I hope that you are able to receive your child in your arms soon. That was beautiful. Thank you, Pollyanna, for being here, sharing your story and sharing some beautiful takeaways and just offering words of wisdom, especially for someone who's been through the journey to motherhood through mourning and arriving at adoption and through every grief storm you know there's always a rainbow at the end so thank you so much for being here really appreciate your time and send noah all our love from around the world thank you so much for your time for your love for this beautiful space and, uh, and I will definitely send Noah all the rainbows and love that you and everyone else offers them. Thank you again. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I trust that you took away some gems, some 
highlights for yourself in this episode. And I want to invite you to dive deeper with me if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one personalized healing session where we can really dive deeper into what's coming up for you, what you're struggling with, if you're in a place of transition in your life, whether that's relationships, careers, if you're struggling with boundaries, and we can really unpack that together and create a breakthrough session for you, go ahead and email me at hello at aditzi.com. That's hello at aditzi.com. It's also in the show notes. I also offer a virtual master course That's a therapeutic life healing master course that's virtual, self-paced at home, and it's guided with slides and videos of me really walking you through a three-week structured program that will help you learn about boundaries, understand fear in the brain and how it has shown up in your life. There's journal prompts and guided meditations. So go to aditzi.com and click on virtual master course to see the curriculum today. And you can enroll wherever you are in the world right away and start in the comfort of your own home today. If you found any value in today's episode, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I'd love to hear from you and what you think. And I hope that you take care of yourself on your healing journey and take care of each other.